Hey, Gerard, how you doing? I'm doing well, Evan. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, so earlier, I think it was around Super Bowl week, you were on the radio and uh, you said you guys wanted to get faster, more playmakers on the defensive side of the football. I think that resonated a lot with fans. And I was just curious if you feel like you guys have accomplished that this offseason and if you feel like you'll be able to put more speed out there. Look, I would, I would say, you know, in regards to that, we're getting better, right? We're getting better each and every day. The group that we have, um, I feel good good about the way they're working, uh, both in the classroom and on the field. So when it's all said and done, we just got to get better, and that's what these guys are doing. And just one more question quickly. When you have guys, I mean, obviously you've done it last year with Adrian and Kyle and uh, some of the safeties playing basically as linebackers and maybe with Jabril uh, again this uh, season as well, adding into that mix. Uh, do you coach those guys up or are they still be working with the safety group or how do you guys kind of uh, coach them up on being linebackers, seeing that they're basically lined up in those spots? Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty interesting question. I think it's a good question. I would say uh, we all coach each position, right? I, you know, we don't do the titles. We don't have titles around here. Um, do we spend time with the safeties? Absolutely. As, as units uh, do the safety spend time with the front, absolutely in different packages. So uh, I think we, it's a it's a collaboration between uh, the coaching staff and also the guys. Got it. Thanks. Thanks, Evan. And we'll go to uh, Phil Perry. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Gerard. How's it going? Going well, Phil. How are you? I'm good. Uh, just to follow up on something you just said there, do you guys really not do titles? Are you still inside linebackers coach or – that's, you know, what's going on there? Well, honestly, I just like to say I'm a football coach, um, you know, not trying to be, uh, you know, ambiguous here. I just like to say I'm a football coach. I coach football players. So, uh, you know, with that, kind of, you know, I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. And I'm trying to get guys better each and every day. So that's how I kind of look at it. You're on mute, Phil. Phil, you're on mute. Come on. Rookie. Rookie mistake. How does that even happen? I'm trying to work two screens at once here. It's really, it's really a lot harder than it should be, probably. Um, Millennials, I tell you, uh, it's bad. Uh, let me ask you this: When it comes to um, the operation on the defensive side of things, obviously Josh McDaniels has left. And when we spoke to Bill at the owners' meetings a while ago, he indicated that he'd be spending a lot of time on offense. So I'm curious for you: Does that impact? you at all is there sort of a trickle down there where where maybe bill's not as involved defensively and it's it's more on some of the other guys i'll say the thing about coach you know he's i mean this guy even though he's older he i don't even think he sleeps so he wears multiple hats he's in everyone's room you know sometimes he's in the linebacker room sometimes he's in the defensive room defensive unit room sometimes he's on the offensive side of the ball so you never know where you're going to find him i would say this you know just like with coach you know he's a He's a, he's a coach of football players. He's not a, a defensive coach or an offensive coach. I think sometimes we get too caught up in those. Uh, it's, it's can you teach people something new or can you help people get better? So hopefully that answers your question. If I know it was a pretty tough question for me. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I don't know if we've got other – I can't see because I'm so bad with the screens. I can't see if we've got other hands raised here, Aaron, but uh, I, can not, I can shut go, up you, if you we've got go, others. You could go another question. Oh, I can just keep peppering the guy? I love it. Go with one more, and then we're going to go to Mike Giardi. Keep okay. peppering. Keep peppering away. Listen, I know, I know you're ready for it. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. One thing that kind of came up before the draft that I thought was interesting was um, when we talked to Mac Rowe, he talked about how, you know, the linebacker position, the inside linebacker position is changing. And, you know, 
the big bodies just aren't available anymore coming from the college ranks. And so that might, you know, change the kinds of personnel that's available to you guys at your level. How does that change maybe schematically what you guys can do if the size of your linebackers has to change with, with the rest of the game? I know Juwan is still in the mix and he's a, he's a bigger guy, but uh, you have some other body types at that position now. Yeah, I would say over the years and, you know, we're, we always talk about us being a game plan defense and with that comes not only schematically, but also just personnel wise. So we can always match people, you know, as far as size and speed um, to what we think is going to be best for our defense and, and what's going to be best for the team. So uh, the game is changing, but at the same time, like you're bound to run into a team that has bigger guys, right? Like if it's not in the regular season, it'll probably be in the playoffs. So you always had to be careful about skewing one way or the other. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate it. Thanks, Phil. Okay, we're going to go to Mike Giardi, followed by Zach Cox. Go ahead, Mike. You're on mute, Mike. You're on mute, Mike. I can't even hear you. You probably told a great joke, but you were laughing. It was a great – it was the best <laughs> joke I had. Now I can't do it again. You can't even do it. You can't even do it. I totally, it at this point. I totally screwed time. it up. It's, it's good to see you. It's good that, to see you uh, as well. Nice to be heard here. Um, I'm going to ask you a tough question because um, in, in being in a couple other rooms, nobody wants to say what they're doing. They, they, they don't know yet. Do you know, Gerard Mayo, do you know what position you're coaching? Do you know what your responsibilities are for the season? I'm coaching the defense. I'm coaching defensive players. <laughs> you know how we live here. Look, <laughs> I'm coaching defensive players. Do, do, do you feel like – so there were some rumblings last year, and again – some people reported it wasn't me, but there, it was out there that there was a feeling that the communication wasn't always necessarily great defensively last year because there were so many voices. Is that something you guys felt last year or something that you talked about and, and want to address this year? Uh, you know, honestly, like we're, we're all about the present right now. We're all about this year. And I would say, you know, it's early. It's early in the season and we're all on the same page. And uh, we have a great working relationship, all of us uh, on this coaching staff. Uh, I never, heard, I didn't even hear that, um, but it's all about now. Hey, next time you uh, go to a Celtics game, if you need a, an extra, I'm, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> just just letting you know, you get man, better seats than I do. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Mike. Hey, Zach, go ahead with Zach Cox's question. Hey, Gerard. Uh, hey, Zach. Just uh, curious with some of the um, departures this offseason of guys that have been in the system for a while with, with Dante and, and Kyle and Jamie. Just curious how the, I don't know, the feeling or, or the vibe in, in general in that linebacker room has changed um, with some of those kind of long-term established guys uh, no longer in there. Yeah, you know, of course, you always miss, you know, the presence of a guy like Hightower, Kyle, and Jamie. They played a lot of good football for us. You know, with that being said, I would say this group, they bring a lot of energy to the table. Uh, they bring a lot of energy in the classroom. They all, you know, we all miss those guys, but at the same time, we know we have to move on. Um, you know, Bentley's doing a good job. Raekwon, all those guys, honestly, uh, Mac, all those guys are doing a great job, both in the classroom and on the field. So uh, they know that, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be a heavy lift from the room and it'll be a collaborative effort between all of us to get the job done and replace those, those uh, future Hall of Fame players, Patriot Hall of Famers. We'll see what happens. <laughs> And we're going to have time for two more questions, Evan Lazar and Chris Ryan. Go ahead, Evan. Uh, Gerard, one more from me. Uh, Cam McGrone, what, what did you see from him last year um, when he was able to be a participant on, on the practice field? And uh, what have you seen from him so far this season? And, uh, you know, we don't really get to – we don't, didn't really get to see much of him, obviously, as media last year. 
Yeah, you know, Cam's done a great job, you know, staying engaged. This we're talking about last year. He did a great job staying engaged um, in the classroom, couldn't go in the field. Um, this year, I would say he's healthy. He's back out here. He's, he's running around. Uh, he looks good, and he's also picking up the defense. But once again, uh, each and every day, you know, we got to continue to stack these days one on top of the other. Uh, it's one thing to look good right now when we're out there just in shorts, but we got we to gotta carry this in the training camp into the season. Okay, and I'll take our final question from Chris Ryan. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Gerard, how are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Good. Apologize if you've been asked this already, but um, you know, after loss last season in evaluating you know, the linebacker play, where were the areas that you felt like you guys needed to to get better? Do you feel that this offseason has addressed those? You know, anytime you you know, anytime you lose in the playoffs the way that we did, there's definitely a chip on our shoulders and definitely a, a period of time there where you look in the mirror. I would say when you look in our room now, we just have some guys that are hungry and ready to work and and ready to pick up the scheme and ready to go out there and play. So we're just trying to focus on this year and, and not really have the guys look too much in the last year. Uh, we're trying to focus on this year and move forward and and, and put a good product on the field. You know, final thing, how do you feel about the Celtics Eastern Conference Finals? So you're the game. Yeah. Yes, like what about that group? Oh, man, I, I love this Celtics team, I'm telling you. And, uh, you know, I had the privilege of taking my son with me as well, which, you know, father-son trip to a game seven is always, always good. And then a, vol, a volunteer, right, a volunteer went out there and, and kind of stole the show. So it was a, it was a great day, a great a great day for uh, for Boston Celtics fans in, in the community. Sweet. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. All right, guys, thank you.